0: Section 13 of Aesop's Fables, a new translation, written by Aesop and translated by V.S. Vernon Jones. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This section has been read by Rosalind Carlyle. The Lion and the Hare A lion found a hare sleeping in her form, and was just going to devour her when he caught sight of a passing stag, dropping the hare he at once made for the bigger game. But finding after a long chase that he could not overtake the stag, he abandoned the attempt, and came back for the hare. When he reached the spot, however, he found she was nowhere to be seen, and he had to go without his dinner. It serves me right, he said. I should have been content with what I'd got, instead of hankering after a better prize. THE WOLVES AND THE DOGS Once upon a time the wolves said to the dogs, Why should we continue to be enemies any longer? You are very like us in most ways. The main difference between us is one of training only. We live a life of freedom, but you are enslaved to mankind who beat you and put heavy collars round your necks, and compel you to keep watch over their flocks and herds for them, and to crown all, they give you nothing but bones to eat. Don't put up with it any longer, but hand over the flocks to us, and we will all live on the fat of the land and feast together. The dogs allowed themselves to be persuaded by these words, and accompanied the wolves into their den, but no sooner were they well inside than the wolves set upon them and tore them to pieces. The moral of the story is that traitors richly deserve their fate. The Bull and the Calf A full-grown bull was struggling to force his bulk through the narrow entrance to a cowhouse where his stall was, when a young calf came up and said to him, If you'll step aside a moment, I'll show you the way to get through. The bull turned upon him, an amused look. I knew that way, said he, before you were born. THE TREES AND THE AXE A woodsman went into the forest and begged of the trees the favour of a handle for his axe. The principal trees at once agreed to so modest a request, and unhesitatingly gave him a young ash sapling, out of which he fashioned the handle he desired. No sooner had he done so than he set to work to fell the noblest trees in the wood. When they saw the use to which he was putting their gift, they cried, alas alas we are undone but we are ourselves to blame the little we gave has cost us all had we not sacrificed the rights of the ash we might ourselves have stood for ages the astronomer there was once an astronomer whose habit it was to go out at night and observe the stars one night as he was walking about outside the town gates gazing up absorbed into the sky and not looking where he was going he fell into a dry well as he lay there groaning someone passing by heard him and coming to the edge of the well looked down and on learning what had happened said if you really mean to say that you were looking so hard at the sky that you didn't even see where your feet were carrying you along the ground it appears to me that you deserve all you've got THE LABORER AND THE SNAKE A labourer's little son was bitten by a snake, and died of the wound. The father was beside himself with grief, and in his anger against the snake, he caught up an axe, and went and stood close to the snake's hole, and watched for a chance of killing it. Presently the snake came out, and the man aimed a blow at it, but only succeeded in cutting off the tip of its tail before it wriggled in again. He then tried to get it to come out a second time, pretending that he wished to make up the quarrel. But the snake said, I can never be your friend because of my lost tail, nor you mine because of your lost child. And the moral of the story is that injuries are never forgotten in the presence of those who caused them. THE CAGE-BIRD AND THE BAT A singing bird was confined in a cage which hung outside a window, and had a way of singing at night when all the other birds were asleep. One night a bat came along and clung to the bars of the cage, and asked the bird why she was silent by day and sang only at night. "'I have a very good reason for doing so,' said the bird it was once when i was singing in the daytime that a fowler was attracted by my voice and set his nets for me and caught me since then i have never sung except by night but the bat replied it is no use your doing that now when you are a prisoner oh if only you had done so before you were caught you might still have been free moral of the story is that precautions are useless after the event the ass and his purchaser a man who wanted to buy an ass went to market and coming across a likely-looking beast arranged with the owner that he should be allowed to take him home on trial to see what he was like when he reached home he put the ass into his stable along with the other asses the newcomer took a look around and immediately went and chose a place next to the laziest and greediest beast in the stable when the master saw this he put a halter on him at once and led him off and handed him over to his owner again the latter was a good deal surprised to see him back so soon and said why do you mean to say you have tasted him already i don't want to put him through any more tests replied the other i could see what sort of beast he is from the companion he chose for himself the moral of the story is that a man is known by the company he keeps the kid and the wolf a kid strayed from the flock and was chased by a wolf when he saw he must be caught he turned around and said to the wolf i know sir that i can't escape being eaten by you and so as my life is bound to be short i pray you let it be as merry as may be will you not play me a tune to dance to before i die the wolf saw no objection to having some music before his dinner so he took out his pipe and began to play while the kid danced before him before many minutes were passed the gods who guarded the flock heard the sound and came up to see what was going on they no sooner clapped eyes on the wolf than they gave chase and drove him away as he ran off he turned and said to the kid It's what I thoroughly deserve. My trade is the butcher's, and I had no business to turn Piper to please you. The Debtor and His Sow A man of Athens fell into debt, and was pressed for the money by his creditor, but he had no means of paying at the time, so he begged for a delay. But the creditor refused, and said he must pay at once. Then the debtor fetched a sow, the only one he had and took her to market to offer her for sale it happened that his creditor was there too presently a buyer came along and asked if the sow produced good letters oh yes said the debtor very fine ones and the remarkable thing is that she produces females at the mysteries and males at the panathenia these were festivals and the athenians always sacrifice a sow at one and a boar at the other whilst at the Dionysia they sacrifice a kid. Hearing what the man had said, the creditor, who was standing by, put in, "'Don't be surprised, sir, why, still better, at the Dionysia, this sow has kids.'" The Bald Huntsman A man who had lost all his hair took to wearing a wig, and one day he went out hunting. It was blowing rather hard at the time, and he hadn't gone far before a gust of wind caught his hat and carried it off, and his wig too, much to the amusement of the hunt, but he quite entered into the joke and said, Ah, well, the hair that wig is made of didn't stick to the head on which it grew, so it's no wonder it won't stick to mine. THE HERDSMAN AND THE LOST bull a herdsman was tending his cattle when he missed a young bull one of the finest of the herd he went at once to look for him but meeting with no success in his search he made a vow that if he should discover the thief he would sacrifice a calf to jupiter continuing his search he entered a thicket where he presently espied a lion devouring the lost bull terrified with fear he raised his hands to heaven and cried great jupiter i vowed i would sacrifice a calf to thee if i should discover the thief but now a full-grown bull i promise thee if only i myself escape unhurt from his clutches the mule one morning a mule who had too much to eat and too little to do began to think himself a very fine fellow indeed and frisked about saying my father was undoubtedly a high-spirited horse and i take after him entirely but very soon afterwards he was put into the harness and compelled to go a very long way with a heavy load behind him at the end of the day exhausted by his unusual exertions he said dejectedly to himself i must have been mistaken about my father he can only have been an ass after all The Hound and the Fox. A hound roaming in the forest spied a lion, and being well used to lesser game, gave chase, thinking he would make a fine quarry. Presently the lion perceived that he was being pursued, so stopping short, he rounded on his pursuer and gave a loud roar. The hound immediately turned tail and fled. A fox, Seeing him running away, jeered at him and said, "Ho ho! There goes the coward who chased the lion and ran away the moment he roared. The father and his daughters. a man had two daughters, one of whom he gave in marriage to a gardener and the other to a potter. After a time, he thought he would go and see how they were getting on. At first, he went to the gardener's wife. He asked her how she was, and how things were going with herself and her husband. She replied that on the whole they were doing very well. But, she continued, I do wish we could have some good heavy rain. The garden wants it badly. Then he went on to the potter's wife and made the same inquiries of her. She replied that she and her husband had nothing to complain of. But, she went on, I do wish we could have some nice dry weather, you know, to try the pottery. Her father looked at her with a humorous expression on his face. You want dry weather, he said, and your sister wants rain. I was going to ask in my prayers that your wishes should be granted, but now it strikes me I had better not refer to the subject. End of section 13